1937, Japan occupied Shanghai. Shenzhen's master has just been murdered and he must avenge him. It's 1994's Fist of Legend. Some men fight for love and honor. Some men fight for country. Now, one man must choose. When a legendary teacher is murdered, his best student must risk everything to protect the woman he loves and to avenge his master's death. International superstar Jet Li has the power in his hands to settle the score. Fist of Legend. So guys, what's going on? Cool. <laughs> so much. Let's start this again. <clears throat> All right, guys. It's uh, a little early in the morning for us. Yeah, this is not when we usually do this. Oh. Yeah. I'm pretty tired. Pretty out of it. Yeah, I'm tired. Yeah. I'm good. I feel refreshed. Well, that's good. <laughs> <laughs> so we'll lean on you again. Yeah. <laughs> for everything. So... I was going to do something different this time. I was going to say uh, we should switch it up and say what's something from the year this movie came out oh. that we liked. Oh, you should but, ask uh, us that ahead of time. No, I st- well, if you had to let me finish my sentence there. Oh. I said I was going to do that, but then I just never sent the text. Oh. But 1994, <clears throat> it's a year. It's a year. It's the year that Canucks faced the Rangers in the Stanley Cup. Is it? <laughs> yeah. Where they lost in New York in Game Seven. Yes. How how'd you feel that day? Terrible. No, oh, that's too bad. James, <laughs> <laughs> did you uh, do anything interesting this week? Nothing. Cool. Not a same as always. I was sick most of the time, so I slept. Mm. So it's pretty boring. Yeah. What did I do? I watched the Last Picture Show. Have you ever seen that? Oh, um, no. no. It's from like 1971, but it's uh, set in the like 50, 51. Yeah. And it's made mm-hmm. to be as if it's a movie from that time period. So it's like black and white. And it's like the performances and the way that it's edited and everything are all sh- done like it's a 50s movie. Uh, it's got Jeff Bridges. He's like maybe like 20 in it. And it's got like Ellen Burstyn and Cloris Leachman and a bunch of people. Ben Johnson from Wild Bunch. <laughs> Was one of the he was Tector. <laughs> yeah. Oh, okay. Um, it's really good, but it's like really depressing. It's like a real bummer of a movie. <laughs> so it's this small this young guy in a small like dying, tiny but fuck nowhere Texas town, and like the downtown is all like dried up. There's no business going really. So it's a pretty timeless movie. <laughs> it was a real evergreen. It could just <laughs> we could be talking about right now. Yeah, no, it's. And I'm guessing that it's really well done. The movie theater goes away. Yeah, at the end he goes to the movies one last time with his <clears throat> friend Jeff Bridges, who's going away to the Korean War, mm. and they watch the movie. And then the lady is like closing the theater up because um, no one wants to go to the movies anymore because everyone has a television now. <laughs> I was like, oh, that's like we're, we're going through that again right now. Everyone's got Netflix and shit, so they no one's going to the movies anymore. Yeah, I like. Uh, I read. Today or yesterday, that Avengers is coming out on DVD or digital download like in July already. So we're recording this at the be- end of May, pretty much. Yeah, that's pretty quick. It's a quick turnaround for 
Yeah. Just outside the 90 days. Yeah. Uh, they they give it like as long as pretty much you're it's, it's in theaters as long as people are interested in seeing it. And then as soon as that's done, it's okay. You oh. can buy it on iTunes or you can I figured this watch it on, uh, you can rent it on. Yeah. A, well, I think it's kind of good though. It comes out that quick. Yeah. Like, well, gives people yeah. an opportunity to watch it and then get ready for the next one. I remember being, when I was a kid, like, oh, fuck. you'd see something in the theater and you wanted to watch it again. You had to wait, like, a, a year, year until yeah, it year. came out on VHS. Yeah. I would have figured they'd wait till fall to release it. Yeah, yeah so it, you used to, you had to wait, but now, I guess, you think they'd leave, like, a little bit of space so that you create a demand where, like, okay, it's not in the theater anymore. Now people really want to watch it again. So then when you put it out for, you know, video on demand or whatever, then... Maybe there'd be a heightened interest instead of just like, okay, it's now it's not in theaters anymore this day and the next day you can buy it on iTunes or whatever. Yeah. I mean, maybe it's kind of like what maybe John was trying to say that it's such a quick turnaround because the next one comes out next year. So maybe yeah. that's why they're trying to get it also out so quickly. And also, the next Marvel movie is <clears throat> coming out, you know, like Ant-Man will come out in a, yeah. in a few weeks or whatever. So let's get to the next thing. I wonder yeah. if it helps with like illegal downloads too. Yeah, yeah, like, maybe. I mean, although I don't think that's such a big thing anymore, as it people was. People downloading things. I think it's still pretty big. I don't think it is anymore. Like, mm. not like it was. No. <clears throat> well, fuck. Anybody who watches a cam version of a fucking movie. Oh yeah, there is that. People watch cams and streams and stuff, but I don't know. I don't know. Ugh. Yeah, <laughs> I'd rather just wait. Yeah. So, anyways. Uh, what was I going to say? So did you watch anything? Oh, I finished Counterpart. Oh, yeah, you did. Which is really good. <clears throat> it's a really interesting, a really interesting show. Like, I don't think I've really watched anything quite like it. Um, no, it's really, really good. I highly recommend it. Other than that, no, not really. It has like a similar idea to Fringe, but except it's a spy show instead of like being a, like a, I don't know. Yeah, I forgot about, thing. I forgot about Fringe. Like Fringe has that alternate. <clears throat> reality to it as well Yeah I never really watched Fringe Did you? Yeah, yeah I watched the whole thing Oh you watched the whole thing Yeah I just It's one of those shows <clears throat> That I really like when I watch it Now I just don't even think about it I bought it all on DVD For Jean recently Because she loves it And it's not on any Netflix or anything So I bought the box set of it And she's been rewatching it So I've caught a few episodes I'm Like it's, it's pretty great Like it's It's a lot of fun that show The characters like Walter Is so fun <laughs> The scientist Yeah I've never liked him <laughs> In anything else though Lord of the Rings. Is he in Lord of the Rings? Yeah. He's like a crazy old king or whatever. So I've seen Lord of the Rings one time. He's Sean Bean's father in the... Sean Bean is the one who goes crazy. Boromir, yeah. Yeah. No, fuck. James, I'm I'm guessing you're in the same boat as me. Yeah, I don't really know what you're talking about. You guys want to have a king's cast? (laughs) You could have... You could guide us through a king's (laughs) cast if you wanted. Um... I don't think I really, I don't really get caught up in like um, Star Wars or Lord of the Rings or any of that stuff. Like there's no, like I know some people really like even like James Bond and stuff like that. Like I can't say that I have any kind of mm-hmm. deep love of any series. Wes Anderson movies? It's not a series. Though. It's not a series. Well, it's pretty much a series. Wes, it's Wes Anderson. Yeah, Wes Anderson movies is probably what I, like I know the most <clears throat> about, but Especially since I've gotten like out of my twenties, I don't fucking give a shit about anything anymore. <laughs> it's all fucking bullshit, man. It's all fucking bullshit. <laughs> Just start watching Baywatch and fucking Adam Sandler movies like James and you. Yeah, hey, you guys. 
That's what the general public watches, some, uh... so I'm just trying to relate to them. <laughs> okay. Yeah. He's got to go talk to them at work. He's got to, yeah, yeah. I, saw I mean, I saw most Baywatch. people don't know who Wes Anderson is. <laughs> yeah, that's fair enough. I don't, yeah. Even that, I didn't go see <clears throat> Isle of Dogs in the theater. Yeah, well, it wasn't really playing. I didn't have an opportunity here. I, I to. I had to drive out to Langley to watch it. I don't, but fuck, that's 20 minutes away. Yeah. That's, well, a, that's, it's, that's driving. It's annoying in this day and age to have to go anywhere to do anything. I guess. <laughs> Maybe when my kids are older, then I'll be able to like set time aside. You can yeah. bring them to it. Yeah, well, they do. So I did watch um, Sword in the Stone this week. Oh, so uh, did I. Keeping up with my Disney kids movies. That's weird. We both watched it. Well, I have kids. It's yeah, kind of weird that you didn't. Well, I kind of felt like using... watching some old. I had watched. I had just watched Blue Velvet, the David Lynch movie, and I was like, I gotta watch something totally <laughs> not. That's pretty in that up. headspace. Usually, <laughs> when people in your age and your situation watch like things like Sword in the Stone, it's like for like luring clues. <laughs> well, I think it was more for nostalgia's <laughs> yeah. sake. I thought it was fucking terrible. I thought oh. it was like one of the worst Disney movies I've um, ever watched. One of having, the worst. Having yeah. rewatched it, it is. Definitely. It is tedious. It is. It's. There's no storyline. There's no nope. plot. No, there's not. I they really, don't do anything. No, they. Try, they turn into animals. They try to learn. He's supposed to learn like things about. Like it's supposed to be the kid's supposed to get an education, but yeah. it really is just a loose bunch of scenes tied together. Yeah. And then there's the ending is the payoff, but. But there's no payoff. There's no. No, he just. He's gonna it feels like king. oh now the movie's gonna start, but it's over. Yeah. No, it's it's not as good as I remember. Yeah, I and mean, the animation is still awesome. Yeah, the animation is really good, and there's a couple good jokes in there. Like, yeah, there's I I they do like the oh that's not a thing yet jokes, but right, it's like yeah. the sixties. Yeah, so anachronistic because he can see the future, Merlin or whatever. Uh, yeah, well they're not really clear on exactly. Merlin's like a god in this, like he can, he do, can anything. do whatever. Yeah, what a weird fucking movie. I was I was actually like getting angry while I was watching it. I was like, "This is so okay. fucking boring." <laughs> it's it, first of all, it's not even an hour and a half. It's like an no, hour. I know, but they, it's an hour and twenty minutes, and they spend fifteen minutes of that on a scene where a girl squirrel falls in love with him because he's like a squirrel at the moment. Yeah, I was but, like, "What does this have to do with anything?" Well, it's it's kind of got like a Looney Tunes vibe in yeah. some of that stuff. Yeah, it's or like, like even when the wolf is like the, the trying kind, to get yeah, him, the, the wolf's like chasing him, yeah, yeah. and then like the rocks fall on him. Like, yeah. That's Okay, uh, it's yeah. um, it's for kids. No, I know, but like even you watch Disney is re- usually really good at storytelling, and th- there's just no story in that. This is part. It, is, the, is this the beginning or part of like the Disney bad phase that they went through, like the late sixties, seventies, and eighties? I don't know, because I know like my favorites, like uh, like Robin Hood, is a part of that. In that set in that era, in that era, but, like, era, but it has way better storytelling than this. Than sort Robin, of yeah, Robin Hood's a pretty tight. I think it's a pretty good story, but it's I mean Robin Hood was considered to be a complete failure. Oh, really? Pretty really? much, and it was like the it was the first Disney movie that was put on VHS as a test, and the reason they did that was because um, they were worried that if they put like a a, a good Disney movie on VHS, they wouldn't be able to re-release it in the theater. But they thought, well, Robin Hood sucks. So we can put it on VHS and never show it in the theater again, and it's not really going to hurt us, right? Unless, uh, unlike like Snow White or something like that. So it wasn't until later that a bunch of people really fell in love with. The I Robin think so. Hood I one? think well, I think that there might be a connection there between it being the first one on VHS and like people of 
like my age group right um liking it so much because it's one of the first movies they had access to yeah and they could watch it over and over again right whereas you couldn't watch snow white over and over again or cinderella until, yeah, until later, later when they started putting them all out yeah we watched that movie so many we times we watched it so many fucking times yeah so i don't know what is, is there what Robin Hood Disney movies? I'm trying to think other from that time period, like Jungle Book would have been in there somewhere, maybe before well, Sword so and Stone. So the, the other problem with a lot of these movies is it's also <clears throat> I don't know how I know this stuff, but it's also <laughs> the time frame when there was a different um, uh, attitude towards uh, I, I forget, somebody, somebody new came in into Disney and was like in charge of the animation and thought that it would save them time and money if they took scenes and stuff from old movies and then traced them instead of drawing them oh, and, really? and reuse them. So hmm. you'll see scenes in like Jungle Book and in uh, in Robin Hood and stuff like that that are like the same scene, just slightly changed, slightly altered. Oh, really? Yeah, the, the, the people actually, the artists actually were like, this is fucking stupid. It's taking us longer oh, than yeah. just making up new stuff. But right. Yeah, so like it's part of Disney cast. Disney cast. Stay tuned for our uh, spinoff <laughs> Disney cast. Uh, John knows four things about Disney. Uh, <laughs> each one will be an hour long. Um, so there's not a lot in common between Fist of Legend and Disney. Um, I'm bad at transitions both anyway. A young warrior. I don't know. <laughs> both movies came out in the later half of the 20th century. We watched Fist of Legend. This was Dustin's pick. Yeah. Dustin, always making picks. Always making <laughs> picks. I think I make the same amount of picks as you guys. Oh, it doesn't feel that way. <laughs> I feel like we're always talking about your picks. Hmm. Weird. How about you, James? It's none of, no, it's none of his... <laughs> it's none of his business. None of his concern. Yeah, so this movie set... Uh, China, 1937, I believe. Uh, Japan is occupying uh, yeah, China. Or part of it, anyway. Shanghai. Yeah. Um, I asked the guy at work. He's spent a lot of time living in uh, Japan and stuff like that. He knows quite a bit about this stuff. And he was trying to explain all the... The political goings-on? Yeah, and he's like, oh, yeah, it's, it was really... Uh, we're going to sound stupid. Yeah, I honestly don't know much yeah. about this whole so, thing. So, uh, he said... I'm going to paraphrase it but he said that uh chinese people really don't like japan because they occupied them and they killed a lot of uh, a lot of people yeah. <laughs> it was pretty nasty and japan's apparently never actually admitted any kind of like fault so um i've noticed this connection with a bunch of movies uh not ones that necessarily we watched but uh, if you look at like it man and all these other things there's like there's there's China and there's occupying Japan. Uh, oh, that's part of that uh, era too. I'm pretty Man, sure, Man yeah. And stuff. But there's a lot of movies that have like uh, there's there's like the Japanese are the bad guys in the China in Chinese films. Yeah, yeah, they really play that up in this one for sure. I mean, it gets pretty. I don't know did, what like did were you watching a dubbed or a subtitled version? Uh, subtitled. Yeah, mine was subtitled too. And they keep referring to them as Japs in the subtitles. Yeah. I was like, oh, that's not. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. I guess 1994. Yeah, no 94. one was thinking about that kind of stuff yet. Yeah, it's kind of funny when you, you think about it, because 94 doesn't seem like that long ago. Yeah. But, I mean, 
How long is 24? Yeah, four years. <clears throat> I'm bad at math here. It's like 20 some odd years. I mean, a lot has changed in the way that we talk. Um, <clears throat> yeah, even in 20 something years. Yeah, but for them to say Japs in that movie, that movie wasn't made in North America. No. So no, it's, it's also concerned about the same sorts of yeah. things. Well, it's also Plus okay. there's a lot of political stuff behind it. Yeah, so, yeah, for sure. Yeah, so let's just I'll go a little further into the plot of the movie. So Jet Li plays Chen Zhen. Uh his he's a student. Yeah, he's at a, part of a kung fu school. Well, is he so at the beginning is he at like a he's like a college. Yeah, he's at a yeah, some sort of university or college. It's like a Like he's like the Japanese guy Japanese school. Yeah, he's like the one who made it out. Yeah, he's taking some like engineering courses or something. Yeah. And he gets word that his master has died in a fight. Yeah. And he goes back to his uh, dojo, dojo or whatever school. I guess not dojo because that's karate. Let's, yeah. ju- let's just put a blanket statement out that if we say anything <laughs> wrong, it's not. We might use the wrong terminology. Just school. It's just not meant to be. It's just. Ignorance. Well, he's kung fu, and then like the Japanese guys are karate guys, right? That he fights. But anyway. I don't even, that sounds, <laughs> that sounds even derogatory. It's not. It's, it's not, the I know. types of martial arts that they do. Right? I don't know, yeah, I don't know what the different kinds they do. They also, like, work some boxing in, it looks like. Well, Chen Zen, kind of, like, he does, like, adapting styles. Of, uh, you know, He's a mimic. Kinda, yeah. yeah, which I don't understand. I mean, we can get into it later, but the uncle, when the uncle fights him and then says... You can be great if you adapt. And then when he fights the general later, he's like losing, but then he adapts and changes. Yeah. But I don't see what he changed. I think he mixes. He starts trying to like fight in the same style as the general. Oh, I see. Okay. So let me just clear this up one more time. General Fujita is the bad guy. Yeah. He's the <clears throat> Japanese and commander. Funakoshi Funakoshi is the Japanese uncle. Yeah, he's the uncle of Chen Zen's <clears throat> Japanese girlfriend, okay, Suko. Because there's also Uncle Uncle No, who is <laughs> his best friend's dad. Yeah, or uncle. No, he's his uncle. He's the uncle of Ting En, who runs the martial arts yeah, the kung fu school now that their master has died. Yeah, so he's his best friend's dad. Yeah, yeah best friend's... He's not Ting En's father. He's his oh, uncle. uncle. His father is the guy who died. Oh, yeah. So master. He's, he's his best friend's oh, uncle. Oh, okay. He's just called Uncle No, like he's everyone's uncle. Okay, so when we, yeah. <laughs> hey, you still with us? <laughs> this is... Like, okay, so, the but weeds. the uncle is supposed to be, like, this respected person, but at the same time, he's kind of... Doesn't really seem that wise at times. The Uncle No? Yeah. Uh, well, I yeah, thought, I, I thought they know. were setting him up to be the bad guy. Yeah, at first it seems kind of like that's where it's going. Yeah, because we, we come to understand that the only way that the master would have lost this fight is if he was poisoned or or mm-hmm. something nefarious had happened. Chen Zen goes to the the Japanese dojo mm-hmm. and he challenges the master who defeated his master. Let's just say this. Let's, kicks let's, his ass. As far as plot goes, let's just say uh, guy goes back to avenge ma- fallen master. Yeah, there you su- go. Su- succeeds. Succeeds. <laughs> <laughs> Let's just talk about, I'd rather, uh, I think it's more important to just talk about some of the main sequences in the movie and what we liked or didn't like about them. Yeah. I mean, for me, this is a kind of a movie where, uh, it's just an excuse to get to the next 
kung fu scene fight scene <laughs> yeah i agree and the, and that's the parts that really stand out for me like the storyline is kind of boring at times and maybe it's because i'm not f- from either culture and so i don't understand the historical significance of it mm-hmm. but for me it's all about the kung fu fights and thankfully there's lots of those <laughs> yeah yeah i mean i'm not too um caught up in the storyline it's more yeah. just okay now it's the next fight and okay they don't even do the storyline terribly like you get enough of the stuff with the complications of his relationship with the japanese girl and with his buddy who's now the new master and how but but people kind of are like worshiping jet lee's character because he's so yeah. awesome so yeah. then there's like that conflict between them about who should be running the school yeah. and stuff and that's not bad like it's, it's done well enough it's just you know you're here to you're here for the fights. Yeah, and the <laughs> yeah. fights start off break right away. He's already got a fight going on in the, the in the school for, in the school. So yeah, because they think there's he the school fight. Be there, the Japanese guys. I give this fight a seven out of ten. Yeah, it's the a first, pretty good. The first one. Way, it's a pretty good way to start the movie off. You got broken jaws. You got broken legs. You got broken arms. Yeah, and it doesn't pull back right away. Like he's yeah breaking limbs and stuff right away. Yeah, he fucks those dudes up. But I think it gets even goes up a notch the next one when he goes right away to the when he gets home and he goes right away to the oh i gave that one a six. Oh, really that's my favorite fight in the movie no i think when he beats up all the students japanese students at the and then fight and then after that right after that fights the japanese guy that beat his master yeah yeah that's my favorite part of the movie <laughs> that's a pretty good fight scene he grabs that guy. He fish hooks that guy and like flips yeah, him. And yeah. Him. And then he like wipes this the saliva off on his. Jelly looks cool as fuck though. Yeah. When he goes to the Japanese school. Yeah. Well, there's a school fight there. There's the the, the fight the fight he has at the school, but then he goes to the Japanese school and fights them. That's there. what I'm talking about. Oh, because there's a fight before that. Yeah. There's the school. Yeah, there's what you were talking about. At no, the school. and then there's another school fight. Is there? What happens between that? They fight at the. Don't they fight at? their dojo or whatever and then they go to the japanese one and fight um uh, no. i think i think they show up there and they fight and they fight and then they go to the japanese one and fight no no that ha- is the uh, reverse order later on the <laughs> japanese guys are pissed off and they come to oh. confront chen zen and they think oh because the uh, fujita kills the japanese okay. school head and he, <laughs> he breaks his back over his <laughs> knee and then he writes a note on him like chen zen murdered like murdered him or whatever so then all the japanese guys okay. go to the kung fu school and they get in that big fight in the yard with all the yeah know, yeah that's what the fish hook staffs and the, and the swords the, and all the stuff. dick punch yeah yeah there's a solid dick punch so you think the one where he goes to the japanese school that fight is your favorite fight when he goes there and he beats up all those guys and like the guy first comes and confronts him at the door and he like grabs him by the head and just like slams him onto the ground and then yeah, that whole sequence of stuff there. There's a guy like jump, does a flying kick in the air, and he just like kicks him out of the air into the crowd of people and yeah. all that stuff. I don't know. That just like gets you going right away. Like uh, early, on. I mean, I think the rest of the fights, like the last fight, is really awesome too. But mm. worst fight, whorehouse fight. <laughs> oh, whore. when he's drunk and yeah. he's losing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, most of the main fights are pretty awesome. So you got Jet Li versus Ting An, his buddy. And Jet Li versus the uncle. Uh, the Horos fight's pretty funny because like, there's a challenge. You got to meet that. And then the madam's like, you have to buy her now. <laughs> yeah. Okay. All right. I guess I'll just buy her. Yeah. So there's some of that stuff that doesn't 
you know, the plot, like, where it's just kind of a bit messy and, like, okay, he's in love with this prostitute and there's that whole story, part of the storyline and they won't accept his Japanese girlfriend, Chen Zen, because, you know, they hate Jap- yeah. Japan right now. Well, some scenes that stand out for me in that regard are, like, there's the super sexy testimony of, uh, of Mitsuko explaining why yeah, yeah. Chen Zen couldn't have, uh, couldn't have killed, killed that, that guy. guy. Yeah. Because they were together all and they night long. didn't sleep. They never <laughs> slept. Yeah. I guess that would have been pretty improper uh, for the time period, too. Nobody seems that mad. There's no, a, I mean, they're like a little bit like, oh. They're racist as improper. fuck, though. Yeah, they're all racist. I think they're almost like, oh, that's typical of a Japanese. Yeah, Japanese, Japanese hussy or whatever. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. Um, we're kind of just jumping all over the place, different scenes that we liked. Um, the grave scene. Where he decides, uh, he's like, he's been poisoned, we have to dig him up. Yeah. Yeah. Like, oh, so if you put the blood in the thing, red just means poison? Well, I don't know. I guess. I don't know how true that is. But I mean, I seem to remember hearing something about like certain toxins. Yeah, it's true. If you put it in with another thing, then it'll, Yeah. you know, I don't know. No, I I understand. It's just kind of funny. It's just easy movie language. a lot of puking though. That doctor was having a lot of difficulty. Yeah. <laughs> like a lot. It's weird how there's like these white, a few white characters, eh? Like the, okay, the doctor there that they get to help with that sort of autopsy or whatever. Yeah. It's a white guy. And then the the judge when they're having the well, it's case later. I'm guessing because, I don't know, I'm going to put my foot in my mouth here. Is it like the British occupation? I don't, did, did Britain occupy China? China? Yeah. Did they? Yeah, yeah but, they did. Huh. Yeah. Well, there you go. Pretty, That's what I know. Yeah. Also, there's a lot of socks in this movie. There's a lot of people <laughs> wearing socks while they fight. Oh, yeah. Well, because you take your shoes off at the dojo and stuff, right? So then everyone's, yeah. Usually them. they're not wearing socks, though. Usually they're bare feet. I don't know. It's just funny when there's like, these two guys fighting and they're just wearing socks. It just looks, I don't know. There's something funny to me about Well, when that. he was fighting the uncle in the field, he was wearing his socks, yeah, was he not? in the field. The uncle takes his sandals off and he's got socks on. And I was like, oh, there's like that sharp, prickly looking hay they're standing on. <laughs> I wouldn't, I'd leave my shoes on. Yeah. You can't fight with your shoes on, man. Well, clearly not. <laughs> it's not Chuck Taylor's. They're sandals. They just fly right off. Yeah. You can use them as weapons. <laughs> yeah. That's a good fight too, though. With the that's uncle. my favorite fight. And that's your favorite. Yeah, the I would say fight. that that's my favorite fight too. Yeah, that's a good one. It's really good, and there's like our, there's this more intensity to it, and I don't know. It's it's the no, he wins, but he doesn't like win. It's kind of a draw. It's kind of a draw. <laughs> and it's kind of funny. It's going back to uh, the whole China versus Japan thing, and I don't know how subversively that uh, it's subversive. I don't know if it's intentional, but if you look at Chinese films as kind of propaganda pieces, which they all kind of are, um, you've got this, there's Japan and they come in and they're um, invading. But instead of just being like all Japanese people are bad, what they're saying is that a lot of people at the top are really bad in Japan that mm-hmm. are in charge. But there's these really good yeah, people it as well. Like you have Mitsuko and her uncle are both portrayed as being good people, and yeah. even the guy who's like sort of the right hand nerd of the general, the yeah, the guy who takes over after Embassy. the general is killed at the end. Yeah. yeah, like he's clearly a good guy too. Yeah, right? so yeah, he's, I think he's supposed to be the ambassador. 
Yeah, yeah, right. Yeah, and so yeah, he's portrayed as in a good light as well. So it's not it's not totally like oh, Japan is evil and they yeah. suck. It's just no, there's they're like these honorable people exist within this community as well. And yeah, well, because they have that interesting conversation about how the general wants to take over all of China. Oh yeah, and he's like a, talking about like an ant attacking an elephant. Yeah, right. But if the elephant's sleeping and is paralyzed before it wakes up or something like that, then, yeah. So it's interesting. He's even like, that's crazy. You can't, you can't take over China like that. Yeah, it just won't work. It won't work. He's like, right now we're here while they haven't really taken notice of us yet. Yeah, exactly. Once they do, they're too big to. So it's, it's kind of also setting up. To show how crazy the general is. Yeah. He's like a a madman. Like he's like <laughs> a computer game villain. <laughs> he's the big boss. Yeah. Like he's the Yeah. He's so tough. Like even his fight scene, mm-hmm. he's like a video game. Yeah, totally. Villain. He beats Ting En first pretty easily. Uh Ting En kind of sucks. It, and it seems like you can't you just can't even hurt him. Like he's kicking him in the head and stuff, and it's yeah. like not phasing him at all. <laughs> And then, uh, of course, Chen Zen does win, but it takes him. It's a good fight because it's a long one. Like it keeps going. Like you think, okay, it's gonna end. Or even at, even at the end when he knocks him, like he's got him knocked out, kind of, and you're like, okay, it's over. But then he gets up and pulls out the sword and tries to attack yeah, him and again. Get, and then and he gets then the belt out, <laughs> whipping him with his Ting belt. Ting gets the sword through the arm. I yeah, have yeah. written in here. It's like a boss fight in a video game. Yeah, oh, it really yeah. is. It, I think it works for this kind of movie. Oh, I totally think it does. I think there's a lot of, you know, kung fu type movies where that's the kind of, you could apply that sort of feeling to it. I like all the cops in the background who like, don't look like they don't know how to hold a gun. <laughs> well, the one guy is holding yeah. his sideways. Yeah. yeah, he's like a, that guy's he's my like a gangster. <laughs> yeah, the goofy, like the, the Chinese cop, yeah. local cop. What about yeah. the, the training montage before that? When he like fucking punches a nail. Oh, yeah, yeah. And he's like breaking like rock, yeah, sheet rock, rock with his head and rock stuff. Rock kick. Yeah. Well, even in the fight with Chen Zen, he like kicks through a tree and like yeah that like stone sculpture thing. He's just like, <laughs> like this guy's invincible. Yeah. Well, that's always fun in these kind of movies where it's like oh the, the end guy or like in Bloodsport, what's his name? Uh, Chun Li, the bad guy in Bloodsport. Mm. He's a, you know like the big bad. He's like, how are they gonna ever beat him? He's he's impervious to pain. Yeah. Just like the Ultimate Warrior. Just like the Ultimate Warrior. <laughs> These are always the hardest movies to talk about. Well, because there's not... I mean, other than, you know, you can go break... You can break down each fight, but... Yeah. Um, you know, each fight is pretty awesome. Yeah. There's not really any weak ones, I'd say, in the movie. No. Like this... Uh, probably my, my least favorite would be when the two schools are fighting each other in the courtyard with all the weapons. But even that's pretty fun and awesome. Yeah, it's fun. That's the one where Ting En kind of does get to look badass. He's got like that pole. He's got one of those uh, staffs and he's whipping around and yeah. beating the shit out of the guys. And then he breaks it in half and he's using it like in two pieces and stuff. Mm-hmm. Actually, I like that when uh, he swings them against the glass because those guys are running up to the doors and then like the glass spray. It shows all this glass spray in these guys' faces and stuff. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know what else to say. I mean,. We've talked about all the fight scenes. It, it's, I, 
I have notes about everything, and I. Yeah, it's like, oh, remember that time you kicked him in the chest and he like spun real good. <laughs> That's always the thing. When like we, even when we talked about the raid and stuff, like you you can't really sit here and be like, okay, well, so then then what happens in this fight is, and then he kicks the guy and he like spins around a bunch of times and hits oh, the ground and like he kicks him looks really so looks awesome. Hard. Yeah, <laughs> he really kicks him this one time though. Like I thought he was kicking guys before, but then he like kicks this other guy and this guy is like, oh my god, he kicked him. It's like you just gotta watch it. Like just fucking so go, go watch on. the movie. It's, it's on YouTube if you want to watch it. <laughs> yeah, the whole thing's on YouTube. So snap it up, and you should. It's fucking great. You can even fast forward if you want between the, the you between can, the fights. You scenes. can trump it. Just fight. Just skip. Just skip. The skip story, to the fight scenes. Watch the fights. <laughs> story is yeah. I mean, storyline wise, it's it's kind of I don't know. You don't really care about it, like just as much as it doesn't seem Jet Li really cares about <laughs> the storyline. <laughs> like when they're out in the country, yeah. it's not believable. I don't feel like <laughs> Jet at all because I, uh, I don't think Jet Li gives a shit about this situation that's <laughs> yeah, happening. That's how I feel too. I felt like like Jet Li's. I mean, he was not that upset to leave school, and he was came back, and he had a lot of intensity, like he was going to do something about this thing, and obviously he did. His whole movie is about him getting revenge, which is against the law, by the way. Um, they point that out in the movie. Um, but he's like, he's like, he's got his girl. He's living in this dope house, like out on the farmyard. He's just like, like, he's just fucking sweeping up, you know, as one is wont to do with a tree branch, which I thought was a pretty well, smart idea. Is, I think the house is supposed to be like a dive, but I don't, you don't really, I mean, I don't know enough. It looks so good, it's just man. like, looks fine It looks me. pretty big, open concept. <laughs> open I liked it. Concept, really open concept. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But he, I mean, he doesn't blow at this wall. He doesn't seem that. <laughs> he doesn't seem that upset about it all. No, no, but I mean, Jet Li is not exactly like a great actor. He's just he's suitably uh, has a great look, um, and he's, seen suitab- Romeo he's suitably in- intense for being an ass kicker. You know, he's not a guy. I've at least I've never seen any movies where he displayed you know, a great deal of emotional. He's a lot better when he's breadth. paired up with like your like early aughts rapper. Uh, your DMX or your jaw rule. They bring the best out of him. Yeah. He really gets, well, they get to like express his feel, like his emotions. Yeah. What about Lethal Weapon 4? Four, yeah. yeah. Been, That's the first movie I saw him in. He's oh, good okay. in Lethal Weapon 4. I guess. He doesn't I don't have think to do anything talks. except be a bad guy. Yeah, yeah. He barely says anything. That's good. He shouldn't talk. <laughs> He's not like Bruce Lee. Like Bruce Lee was a good, I Bruce thought, Lee had a more good actor. Persona. Yeah, more charm. And Jackie Chan's just kind of like Jackie this Chan goofball. Is, is so fun. Yeah, Jet Li is just an ass kicker, and yeah. he's good in ass kicking roles. I mean, who else is there? What's his name? Donnie Yen. Donnie Yen. Donnie Yen is more exciting. Yeah, maybe. I mean, Jet Li's great. Not, I mean, more as an actor, not as an action. I like uh, a lot of Jet Li's movies from this period of time, like before he. Uh, we, okay, so Lethal Weapon Four was kind of like his breakout role for American audience, Western audiences, to know who he was. And when did that come out, Lethal Weapon 4? Oh, uh, late 90s, I think. 98, 99, somewhere in there. Because um, this came out in 94, yeah. but it was released in North America as well, right? Yeah, but not, it was not, not until 2000. It? Yeah, by Miramax. And that's when I first saw it. Oh, not until... The Miramax version. Not until 2000? Yeah. Oh, I see. And that's about... Yeah, that's when I saw it, shortly after that. The Master 92. But then they did a whole thing where all these older... Um, Jet Li movies, yeah, like The Master, The Legend, Once Upon a Time in China, all these older ones they started putting out here so that we could, you know, see them. Lethal Weapon 4 is 1998. 
Romeo Must Die is 2000. Yeah. And I remember going to watch all those in the theater. Kiss the Dragon. Kiss the Dragon. Well, I saw that. That's the, the, the French one, right? Yeah. <laughs> What's with the... Bridget where, Fonda. Where, where it's where he kicks the fucking pool ball into that guy's head. Yeah. Uh, Hero. Which is the one where he's like an animal oh, in a Hero cage? Oh, Hero is awesome. Yeah, Hero is really good. Which is the one where he's like an animal? Oh, is that undefeated or undisputed? It's the one that's supposed like that? to... He, or un, uh, Unleashed? Unleashed. It's kind of more interesting take. Yeah. On I only I saw it once, but I don't really remember it very well. Fearless. There was the one. Remember that one with uh, Jason Statham? It was like a sci-fi one. Yes. Unleashed. Yeah. A man enslaved by the mob since childhood and raised into behaving like a human attack dog escapes his captors and attempts to start a new life. Hmm. With Morgan Freeman and Bob Hoskins. Yeah. Yeah, it was a bit more... Of a dramatic type of yeah. movie. Yeah, and I remember it being pretty good. Yeah, I'd have to so, watch it again. Gently. Gently. Overall, pretty goddamn good. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I mean, most of the American stuff, like Romeo Must Die in those movies, like Cradle to the Grave and stuff. There's some fun not, stuff there, in there. There is some, but it's they're not nearly as good. If you watch like his older stuff, like Twin Warriors and Once Upon a Time in China and The Legend and stuff like that, that's that stuff's a lot more fun to me. Or The Mummy... But, Tomb of the Dragon Emperor. Oh yeah, that's right. He was the bad guy in like the third, the third Brendan Fraser mummy movie. Yeah, he was the emperor. Yeah, Brendan Fraser. Oh, Maria Bello. <laughs> <laughs> Just like going through. Oh yeah, this person's in there. <laughs> well, anyway. So I, overall, then guys, let's just wrap up what we thought of the movie. Uh, Unless you guys have more to say. No, I mean, there. It's one of those things like. There's not a lot to say other than it's fun. If you like kung fu movies and you haven't seen it, you should fucking make a point to watch it. Louise Guzman, there's a guy you don't hear about much anymore. <laughs> now I'm just going through his just, movie. We just talked about him in your uh, in the Taking a Pelham 123 remake. That's right. What a waste. Yeah. Waste of waste of Guzman. Guzman Bever- Belleville Cop. What is this? Childhood friends. I'm just reading synopsis for movies that are going to come out. So, Dustin? Yeah, uh, my overall reaction was an 8, but my score ends up being a 7.2. Yeah, my reaction was 8, and overall score is 7. And I'm 8, 7.2. All right, what does that put Oh, it? my goodness, so 7.1. 7.1. Which ties us with Robocop. Oh. And behind Ongback. Hmm. Uh, I'm gonna. I would vote for RoboCop ahead of Fist of Legend. I think RoboCop is a more complete story across the board. It's got lots of like humor and just funny little I don't know nuances to it. James. Plus, it's violent as shit. Mm. I'm gonna say RoboCop. Yeah. Ahead. Oh, I think we have our first unanimous. Yeah. Placement. There you go. I mean, I'm going to go with Fist of Legend. <laughs> Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. <laughs> All right, well, Fist of Legend. Good movie. Hard to talk about. And I think that... We've, we've had this... We've with, had, and we had it with Shanghai Noon even too, right? Where, yeah, it's like, hey, this fight's awesome. Uh, let me, like... I'm not going to describe it to you. Like, maybe we need punch to... Punch for punch. Maybe we need to... to this, reformat how we talk about these movies a bit. Yeah, if we're going to do martial like arts ones martial in the future. Martial arts movies, yeah. 
Well, there's maybe like you're saying, there's a, maybe a way to approach it that we can think yeah. about that makes it a better conversation. We're gonna pray about it. Um, <laughs> kind of ask a little few, few questions. We're gonna ask a few questions of the world, a few questions of ourselves. Uh, hey, if you're listening, write in. Tell us what do you want to hear from a kung fu or a martial arts uh, episode. I'm already gonna pray about it, so I'm gonna get feedback. I don't need it. Okay. <laughs> I don't need the people. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Yeah. They'll write letters if they want to. <laughs> so I believe you're up next, John. Yes. Yeah. What do you What do you got for us? I am picking a movie. <laughs> a movie. Okay. Good. That That's good. It's a good start. A movie. I wasn't gonna pick this movie because I was like, you know, you know how like most of the movies that we picked that are not very good are mine. Yeah, you're trying to I find was, the next worst. No, I was gonna be like, I need to like <coughs> up my game, you know pick good movies oh, and then okay. i said fuck that fuck that shit i'm picking 1991 brian bosworth vehicle stone cold stone cold staying brian bosworth yeah the boz yeah he's um he's an actor <laughs> is he uh, he's a football player actually he was a football he played player for seattle yeah yeah, I know this. Was, remember when they used to do this every once in a while? They'd be like, oh, this football player, he's badass. Let's make him into an action movie star. No, I don't. Oh, well, they did it with Howie Long, too. You remember Howie Long, James? Yeah. He had a couple action movies like Firestorm. <laughs> we'll do it after this. Nobody, Stone Cold. <laughs> Firestorm. Nobody ever did this with a hockey player. It was yeah. never like... Cam yeah. Neely was in Dumb and Dumber. Yeah. <laughs> Nobody's ever like that Wayne Gretzky. I wonder what he would look like jumping off of a building into a <laughs> into a lake. Uh, so this movie Stone Cold, I don't know anything about this movie. Uh, I'm just looking at it tough, right now. A tough Alabama cop is blackmailed by the FBI into going undercover in a violent Mississippi biker gang. Wow. Take yeah. that society. Oh wait, he was in other movies? What's this one? One Tough Bastard? I don't remember that movie. The Boz had more than one role? Uh, dude, he's got like 12. He was on CSI Miami. Sweet. The Longest Yard. <laughs> we, could just, we could just go on a, a Bosworth He uh, was in an episode. <laughs> yeah. Can you imagine watching one random episode of Nash Bridges? <laughs> he has three films in post-production right now. Holy shit. Holy God. This is... This is it's Boz's he's bona, time. He's a bona fide action star. You know star. what I think? I think that this... Uh, Look at that haircut for Stone Cold. This oh. is going to be a delight. Well, you know what? Maybe it's we're on the Rebozinance. He's about to come back and we're just the head <laughs> the of the Rebozinance. curve. I'm not sure there was a first Bozinance. Uh, there was. It was called oh. 1991 Stone Cold. Yeah, yeah you're, you're right. You're right. And when you're right, you're right. Maybe he'll get a cartoon next. <laughs> Gretzky did get a cartoon. That's true. He did. All well, stars, other yeah, other athletes. Jordan, yeah, who, who else was on that? All stars. It was it was Michael Jordan, Wayne Gretzky, Bo oh, Jackson. Oh, Bo Jackson. Yeah, I think it was just the three of them. Was that it? It was like a fucking golfer or a tennis player in there. Maria <laughs> Sharapova or some yeah, shit. Yeah. <laughs> Maria Sharapova. <laughs> fucking a fisherman. It was like a Mike Tyson mysteries. <laughs> oh, that'd be great. Maria Sharapova mysteries. Mm-hmm. Who's the one that got stabbed in the back? I don't know. You remember that? No. There's this tennis player, and uh, a fan jumped out and stabbed her uh, in the back while uh, during a match. Sounds exciting. 
Where was where was her bodyguard Brian Bosworth to protect? Oh, her? it's Monica Seles. Oh, okay. Yeah, it was a big deal. Like a lot of athletes actually talk about this as um, one of the points where like they it changed how they interacted with fans oh, yeah. and how they reacted to like people running onto the field and stuff like that because you never know. He's fucking. I'm making stabbing motions. Like John's stabbing. Psych- He's stabbing over psycho. and over. Over. <laughs> well, I mean, you're pretty close in a tennis match, right? Like you're, like you just, you're right there. And so, why did they stab? Good fucking psycho. He's probably know, a stalker. They, I don't. I don't think they had a good reason. <laughs> well, well, you see, Monica why Sella did, stole why his did he dog. Shoot John Lennon. Oh, I was the John Lennon. I just listened to a three part podcast about that John Lennon shit. Oh yeah. Yeah. Ooh. <laughs> that guy was a crazy. He is a crazy. Mark, uh, what was his name? Mark Davis Chapman Mark, or something. That sounds like you know what he sounds, sounds like a Christian. Singer. I was gonna say he sounds like a Christian. Maybe I'm confusing him with a Christian Mark, singer. No, right Mark. Now. Yeah, Mark David Chapman. Yeah, that's right. He uh, <laughs> does. Doesn't it sound like yeah, a Christian singer? It does. So he this week at youth group, Mark David Chapman. Shout to. <laughs> um. Yeah, Mark David Chapman was a real lunatic. He thought that there was this group of little people that like ruled his like ruled part of his life and he would like go to them with his problems and like they would like vote on like how to spend his money and stuff. It What? Yeah, I know. It's this is messed up. Yeah, he's he's a real he's a real Looney Tune. Cool. <laughs> but yeah. More on Mark David Chapman and our other podcast talking about other podcasts. Hey, do you know when Mindhunter is coming back? Uh, I think October ish. Oh, October. Like I Didn't up. it just come out this year? No, uh, it was a while ago now. Was it this year? I don't think so. Maybe. No, I just recently watched it myself. So I looked up when the next season was coming out and said, I think October or November. So oh, okay. Yeah. So. <laughs> So Stone yeah. Cold. Stone Cold, all right. All right, well, thanks a lot for Just listening. Keeping, keeping if you've actually listened this long, that's kind of amazing. Um, notice we did not get any emails or messages from our American audience. I do not believe they exist. Sons of bitches. I still put it to that it's bots. Just <laughs> listening for Nick Cage references. <laughs> um, but if you do listen, uh, thank you so much. Tell a friend. Uh, rate us, like us on uh iTunes, uh, check out our Instagram feed and uh, we'll see you next week. 